0: This episode of The Stack is brought to you by That feeling you get after you've crossed your enemies Seen them driven before you And heard the lamentations of their women That is good That is good Yes, Mongo General I know
1: Welcome back to The Stack. This week we speak with Finnum, Urbit leading lady and a real Swiss miss, who is banking on Urbit working, so she's working on Urbit banking. We talk guns and how the lady's a crack shot, banks and her bank shot, and the character of the Swiss, a people so great in their wisdom and moderation, they were able to delay women's suffrage until the year 1971. In the spirit of the times, we will also be suffering, a woman. Let's listen.
0: Uh, I feel like I should have a fainting couch brought into my office.
1: Uh, but I mean, yeah, we're gonna get we're gonna get canceled. I appreciate, you. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh,
2: well, this. I mean, we 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 support um, and encourage women in tech, <clears throat> and believe women. So I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what Switzerland was off about. I don't know um,
1: this this mad mad Swiss woman.
0: Believe all women. The,
1: um, I do. I I believe you. Yeah. Whatever they say. Yeah. Um
0: You should believe me.
1: Whatever you say must be right. Does
2: Does Switzerland have the same sort of like a millennial malaise and culture and wokeism and everything as we experience in other places?
0: Um. Yes, to some degree, it's not as bad um, as it is in other places, but it's certainly um, festering a bit here as well, unfortunately.
2: But what about, I mean, like, you know, because part of the reason it's so bad um, in in the U.S., um, maybe like yeah, I mean, in Asia you have the same problem too, but it doesn't manifest the same way. But like, the unaffordability, like the inaccessibility of that like bourgeois lifestyle, right? Of like, I can't ever buy a property, um, you know, or get ahead in my, or even like get a career unless my parents have sort of um, done everything for me to set that up for you. Like, do you have that same kind of futility? Do young people face that same sort of thing in Switzerland?
0: Um, some people do. It's a really interesting, um, education system here. When you, when you're quite young, um, your future is somewhat determined by how well you do in school. And then you either go to Hochschule, the high school, or you go to the, um, I guess it's more, um, heading towards the trades in your future. And, um, I think that's, I think it's, in my opinion, it's hard on kids. I mean, who knows what they want to do when they're twelve, fifteen years old, twenty years old even. And um it already puts these kids on these separate paths. And it's very hard to change that once you start heading down in one direction or another. So I think um I think there's certainly for um the students that feel like they one fairly put on the wrong path or they made the wrong choice too early and now they can't change it, there's definitely a malaise there and an unhappiness. In Switzerland, there's actually a high rate of suicide here. And I think that's part of the reason is that um, it's, it's, it's harder to pivot in life here. I mean, and it's, it's also, it's an insular culture here. Your neighbor won't invite you to dinner. Until you've lived in the same place for you know five years, maybe even ten, you know, you've got the curtain mafia here, <laughs> which I think you have everywhere. That you have older people, you know, sitting by the windows and watching everything that happens. And mm-hmm. if you step out of line, they're straight on the phone to complain. Sometimes with the police, sometimes with another neighbor.
2: And I mean, like the insularity, because it's it's Swiss, but and then I guess you speak you speak French there, so it's Canton the different, like, yeah, like, is it, is it at that level? Like you just, you don't leave your hometown?
0: Um, no, actually the Swiss travel a great deal. Um, and also there are many places in Switzerland where French is not just, so you know, the French is not, I'm just, spoken, I, I'm,
2: spoken. I'm just, yep. I'm just kidding.
0: I, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I,
2: I mean, but we should say, I mean, like, obviously, um, total shift in time, but we should say a word about Kyle. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. And- <laughs> <laughs> how exciting now you are you're you're a proper like tournament level shooter right mm-hmm. um riflery um so just from that perspective what are your thoughts um
0: just to make sure we have some dialogue that reduces the splatter i will say um whatever you think of the morality or the legality of what kyle did it was an amazing piece of shooting
2: exactly and that that's that's really what the jury was there to decide <laughs> Um,
1: yeah, <laughs> thanks for reducing the splatter there.
0: <laughs> um, I mean, it's, it's been a while, but I, I, I watched the trial a bit on, I saw a lot of the video, uh, to be honest, I actually, um, a couple of the people I know here as well, we were, we were fascinated by the whole situation, even when it, um, first occurred. And, um, so we sat around and, um, watched all the different, um, videos made from various people that were there. And, I mean, he never shot at a non-aggressor. If you if you watch what he did, he did everything right.
1: I agree. I, I'm a, from a long line of, of uh, military men, and I served in the military as well. And, yeah, every, everything he did was under pressure, 17 years old. And, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, it was amazing to me. He, you know, f- all those... All those shots of him with a finger off the trigger, you know, uh, and then he's taking these shots under extreme pressure. And then there's a one point where I think it's uh Gross Kreutz, um, he is bearing down on Kyle. I'm gonna get us so canceled for this because of because of how uh, amazed i am by this kid but he's bearing down on kyle he's he's drawing his weapon down on him and kyle is clearing a jam
0: you know i i um speaking of that particular part i don't think he had a jam actually or at least he didn't clear it but he did turn it and look at the chamber um he didn't rock the charging handle
1: mm. Uh, okay I, I i i may have been getting that second hand but um then if he was if he was viewing if he was looking if he was looking then he was uh clearly checking so again i have to say it's pretty pretty amazing i don't know a few minutes
0: yeah i'm i'm pretty sure he, oh, uh, i'm pretty sure he didn't have a yeah. m- malfunction or misfeed um but you well, know.
2: we don't did he was did he have an armalite a r fifteen or was it like a ar-15 style rifle because yeah i mean i i like a jam like that would i mean obviously just be like a really terrible time for it plus i mean like he had just gotten a skateboard to the head right um so yeah you know and this is all happening in just a few seconds and i i had not followed the case uh basically at all um since since it happened other than being peripherally aware of it and believing, sort of, as another politician who was interviewed, you know, was asked in a press conference right afterwards what happened. And he said, "Well, he was under threat and he shot, you know, and, and he would have died otherwise." And that—that's what I knew and everything. And the jury of his peers agreed on it. But just now watching the videos of the last couple of weeks, the speed of it, you know, and everybody on the in the news, you just watch this slow mo thing, and you can just say, "Oh, you know, like Joe Biden, I just shoot him in the leg." You know, and it's like that, that, that is not easy to do. And like, you know, this is unfolding in seconds and it's, it's your life or theirs. Um, I don't know, but I, I feel, you know, relief where I think it's going to be hard. Obviously he's got a cross on his target on his back. Um, and, you know, we'll, we'll just see, I mean, he wants to go to nursing school. He seems like a pretty simple kid um, and just hope the best for him.
0: Uh I'm I'm not sure what model he had by the way. I'm thinking about I it was some AR platform for sure, but I'm not sure which model it was, right? But you
2: know Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah.
0: Thinking about Kyle, I mean, I'm still surprised by the great muzzle discipline he had, the great trigger discipline he displayed. And mm-hmm. And there are shots going off in the background, and he disregards them. Um and as far as his life, uh, his life is sort of over. Uh, he will, but he will have, hopefully he'll have protection for the rest of his life.
2: I mean, he'll never have to pay for another beer. I, I think, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, obviously now, um, you have to just start suing everybody, right? You know, and <clears throat> the, the list has got to be pretty long. Um, you know, he used to have Linwood as an attorney. I think he's maybe exhausted his mind, but the, uh, so someone else has to just take CNN, uh, Biden, whoever you know, who called him a white supremacist, called him a murderer, racist. I mean, um, you know, and so and then that becomes. But it's like, is that the life that you really want to live? Even you get a hundred million dollars out of Warner Media or whatever, um, you wanted to be a nurse, you wanted to be whatever, you know. And I think you know, reading the case, he seems so emblematic of that generation of young people just lost like his dad I think had major opioid problems because he lost his job as a machinist um in that rust belt um he's just kind of a goofy German American kid in that part of the country four doors more whores um deer hunting everything um and, and yeah, it, it's, it's just going to be tough. Um, and that, and that's what his, his lawyer said after the, after the trial is, you know, he's, he's just, he's going to leave the area, um, and hope for some anonymity.
0: I do think that, um, it should be made as painful as possible for all the people that, um, defamed him. I, I was really surprised that they put him on the stand, um, and I was even more surprised by how well he did.
2: After the verdict, his lawyer said um, just in that part of Wisconsin, if you do not go on the stand in a self-defense case, uh, you can't win. So it's, it's obviously it's your right not to, um, but it's just and they, they, I, I, I gather they had a couple of mock trials before, one yeah. with and one without, and it, and it made a big difference.
1: Yeah, they, they had, they, they brought in two, two juries, two, two mock juries and tested, the, you know, A, B tested, and he did better by testifying than not.
0: Yeah, well, of course, they want to hear from the accused, in other words.
1: Yes.
2: Right. And, and, I mean, certainly, like, in general, don't do that. You know, don't, I mean, first of all, never, never speak yeah. to the police. Um. But yeah, I mean you, you you the rule of thumb is don't don't call the person I think did OJ OJ did not. Well o- OJ, was,
0: OJ was O. J was clearly did, innocent. Didn't he try in the glove? Yeah, though? well O. J
2: was found not guilty. If the,
0: yeah. Oh if the glove doesn't fit, right. you must acquit. Right.
2: right.
1: That's right. Anyways. <laughs> um. And nothing nothing he has done since then would lead you to believe that he was anything but a saint.
2: I think he's the the Twitter account with the most followers that does not
1: have a blue check. Yeah. Um largest largest following of a non murderer.
2: I mean, he went to jail he went to jail though it was for stealing his own stuff.
1: So that was They'll always get you. It's like it's like the you know, when you go after the mob, you can never get the mob for the thing. You have to get them for tax evasion. So uh that's yeah. what they got, OJ. So, so
2: tax evasion—that's a good segue. Um, there, there has been <laughs> oh, no, a, a massive change. I mean, so so bank secrecy laws in Switzerland are not what they once were. Is that right?
0: Yes. Yeah, they're not quite. They're not what they used to be.
2: And Urbit fixes this.
0: Um, no, no, it's um, okay. Let me think about how to answer this on um, without. Getting myself in trouble, so the OECD really hit Switzerland hard on banking secrecy. Um, but I believe that was—it's more about protecting the U.S. banks from UBS and Credit Swiss um, than anything else. It's not about evading taxes.
2: Of course, I mean, and and we yep. wouldn't we wouldn't want it to be.
0: Um, so it's. It's not all about taxes, or at least mostly not. If you want to deal with a tax issue, then the best thing to do is to renounce your U.S. citizenship.
2: As, as Tina Turner did to become Swiss.
0: Yes. Yeah, she, she's actually, she's a big hero in Switzerland. Everyone loves her.
2: I, I mean, she's the greatest. So anyways, go yeah. on.
0: Well, it, actually, um, you know, the, the two most um, famous people in Switzerland are Roger Federer, and number two is Tina Turner, and they're both greatly admired people. Um, so it's fascinating that we have an American over here who's the number two celebrity.
1: Maybe we should talk about uh, the model that you have in mind for Urbit, and what will be, or the uh, financial canceling. How does how do you see Urbit solving that problem?
0: Well, at the most basic level. Um, communities need to own their own financial infrastructure. How else can you be sure of it in this environment that you won't be cancelled? And it's, it's less about Urbit solving it, it's more about Urbit already. Urbit already has this identity on authentication mechanism that's built out. So plugging a bank into the Urbit environment seems too obvious to me. It, it 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 needs to be done it's um this um this confluence of all these different factors right now at this moment is everything is falling into place it's like sitting at a table and watching a puzzle put itself together i mean trying to put together a new community bank in a small town is one thing um you have this captive base of customers and orbit feels even more more like that, um, but even more developed on um, even more financially sophisticated. Does that answer your questions?
1: Yes, and I want to. I want to ask you more in sort of like broad strokes terms. Uh, some specifics about how maybe Urbit can solve certain problems. So, one one question is: um, You do see obviously uh, U.S. persons or perhaps everyone, uh, you have to explain the the banking law in Switzerland, but but uh, how does KYC work with an urban ID or with a with a PKI?
0: Okay, there's nothing that says if you're a US person in Switzerland, for example, that you can't have a bank account or you can't do this or that. Um, The problem is that the regulatory issues have been so blown up that um, it's expensive. Um, the compliance is onerous to to work with U.S. persons, and all the big banks have settlements with the U.S. DOJ. So they are absolutely terrified of more of more problems. Expats, um, and U.S. persons in particular are just hammered. I, I know so many people that that um they are in, in any other situation they would be considered upstanding citizens. But they're treated like criminals. So imagine that an Urbit ID can get KYC'd once and then it can trade with any other kyc ID freely without having to go through the process again and again and again. Um, it, some of these compliance problems, they're just, it takes all the energy out of you. It forces you to spend so much time and money and it just kills you.
2: Uh, yeah. I mean, I it took me um, – when I relocated back here, um, I was well into my sixth week after opening up a bank account uh, and still wasn't hearing anything. And so I went to a competitor that happened to be a U.S. bank and they were able to do it relatively quickly. Um, but then uh, – and then of course the next day I got the original bank account open. But I, I cannot open any sort of a securities account. Um, buying insurance is difficult. Uh, even my own sort of, uh, uh, pension sort of defined contribution equivalent pension plan is very difficult. Um, and then now I almost every week I'm getting a letter from, uh, you know, a bank or a trading account or something in the U S firing me as a customer because, Even though I'm a U.S. citizen and it's a U.S. bank account, now that I'm no longer resident, they can't be bothered to deal with the paperwork. Um, And in some ways, it's obviously very annoying, but I can't blame them. You know, it it costs them a lot more money now to have me as a customer than not. But um, it certainly makes being an American abroad uh, very, very unattractive.
0: Right. And it's designed to do so think about this. I mean, since all these transactions are on blockchain, there's no need for the bank to ask for the details every time someone sends CHF 7000 to another bank customer. Um, Here you get the big banks asking for invoices, contracts, source of funds, um, economic rationale for the transactions. And to me, it's not about eliminating compliance, but preventing it from being the bottleneck so i mean a question to ask is what if there were a bank that focused on that i mean the story of of uh, michael baer from um m baer bank is really interesting um so he left uh julius baer um which was you know the the family bank it's a it's a famous swiss swiss bank over here everyone knows about the family and they're very well respected but he left to start his own bank um with a more avant-garde approach to um financial infrastructure and they're not afraid to take on high compliance clients they're not afraid to deal with um difficult transactions i mean and and this is something that we need more of um but of course even with what he's doing he's still not nearly on the cutting edge, like we are going to be, so and he's one of the only people doing anything close to this at the moment.
1: So one of the things that you were talking about was was seeing transactions on chain. Um, I just want to like I, I just want to clarify this, uh, which is to say that that one thing I think that you can do, as far as KYC is concerned, is that you um, you have sort of this visibility on the blockchain, so that if if a an urban ID is transferred to another person uh, you don't have to contact that that person you I mean that that is that's visible to you so that you can uh, require a new kyc and I think that you can um, perhaps show this to regulators as a as a um, sort of like special use case of of blockchain or urban id is that right
0: yeah that's exactly right um we know right away that we have to re-kyc that or that that orbit id <laughs> um the way it works now is that banks simply demand an update every year and that's that's inefficient um and it's also um late it's not uh it's not even current giving be up to a year behind and um, so, one thing that Urbit solves is that it makes KYC much easier. We think,
2: but this is not. This is. I mean, we we we've talked about. I mean, um, obviously, the U.S. experience is very unique, but that that is not the only or even the primary use case here, right?
0: I mean, we don't we don't want to care what the citizenship of our clients is. Um, other than that, to make other than to make sure that they um, they are compliant um, locally. We don't have a preference towards Americans or anything like that, or a non-preference. Um, you know, um, maybe um, North Koreans might be a bit tough. But otherwise, one of the things that we um, really want to be is neutral in all ways. And I think that's another reason that um, I like Erbit is because it's Created to make make it very easy to remain neutral, and this it's a very Swiss thing to be neutral
2: mm. so um, just talking about like bank mechanics, um, what do sort of the liabilities and asset side look like in your vision? I mean, would you be uh, more of a um, how, how do you say it like uh, in that kind of private wealth management? type mold or do you actually want to take deposits make loans uh what do you see for that
0: so i think i might get in a bit of trouble with my general counsel if i start to opine on that too deeply right right
2: you Um, you can cut out whatever you want but just just to understand it a little bit better
0: yeah sure um so but but yes um we do we do think that we want to shy away from the purely retail um I I don't think we get too far into retail banking like uh, credit card issuance or ACH payments.
2: How are you finding uh, hiring people, Uh, whether uh, consultants, uh, advisors, or even when you think about like hiring people on the tech and development side or the finance side, um, you know, how is the interest of talent, the level of talent that you're able to talk to?
0: We, we know that this is going to be hard. Um, we have a lot of hiring to do. And uh, some of the expertise we need um, is very specific in particular. And um, the, um, the fusion of development and finance is, at this point, beyond rare. So we're going to have to look far and wide. Um, of course, definitely looking to the urban community to attract some of that talent.
1: How, how hoonish do you think this thing is going to be? Is it going to, is the most of the tech stack going to be, uh, or I, actually, I'm, uh, I, I'm interested as well in how, um, how well this will integrate with, with, uh, I mean, are, are you building a completely new stack or, or are you heavily integrating it with traditional banking infrastructure?
0: um first of all it's going to be very hoonish
1: roughly how much of this stack is going to be completely new and how much of it is going to integrate with uh um sort of like traditional banking so i used to work in a bank and so and i also i, worked, I used to work in it in a bank and uh i have no idea what what the what the situation is like for swiss banks but american banks run on technology that comes from approximately 1972 uh and that is probably Mm -hmm. still the case today so actually i'm I'm kind of interested in in what the the just what what is what does the technology look like in switzerland
0: well so from what we've learned so far i think it it's going to need to be about 80% new uh, there are some providers who claim that they do back office built with crypto already in the stack, so to speak. Um, no, no more uh, Fortran. But um, I think I remember that the, that the three largest back end providers of global banks are all in Switzerland. Uh, we still have to pick our provider for the back for the back end. They're going to be very expensive. <laughs> I do know that.
1: How much of a uh, regulatory minefield is, um, is integrating with crypto, and how much of this has sort of been done uh, already?
0: Um, Finma and Switzerland are very pro-crypto. There's a new blockchain law in effect just this year, and the locals have explicitly declared that crypto gains are capital gains. And therefore exempt from tax. Um, here in Zug, you can you can already pay your taxes in crypto. Um, we have crypto ATMs. Even our our finance minister he views our crypto as a way for Switzerland to reassert itself in the international uh, banking universe. I think Switzerland is absolutely the right place to do what we're trying to do
1: you just did a uh you just did a a uh, an urban community talk so this is like the first kind of the first or second time it's coming out publicly to some extent is that right
0: yeah um yeah i guess this is my uh this is my coming out exactly <laughs>
1: so
2: you need to um at this point uh you will be looking for capital looking for a board of directors, what What else? Yeah,
0: we're looking, we're going to be looking for all that fun stuff. Um, and we are, well, we're doing the private placement um, and we have to be really careful about um, promises. On um, The same thing uh, applies with respect to FINMA. So we don't want to taint that, application process by saying something um, silly that they run across later. So I I need to be careful about um, talking Mm. about this particularly, especially without my general counsel present. Um, But my general counsel is in the process of developing all the offering materials. And when those are ready, then that should be able to much better answer Questions that accredited investors may have, and of course, um, accredited mm, investors mm. only. <laughs> so now, now that I said that, he won't kill me. <laughs>
2: yeah, I mean, then, then if it's accredited investors, then you can say just about about anything. Um, the uh, how? How have you found it? Uh, trying to find information on. Uh, number of user, you know, those boring questions that people trying to analyze, like a Facebook or something, will look at. Like, um, how was it to do your own due diligence on Urbit as an ecosystem?
0: We asked about users on Urbit, but it, apparently, it for me anyway. Maybe with my limited ah uh, technical expertise, it's hard to identify the IDs that are actually active. So. The market assessment is much harder, um, but it's nice to see you know five thousand plus users in Arabic um, community, for example.
1: Uh, I was going to say it, it. It is. It's not just you. It is actually difficult from a technological standpoint, which is to say that um, I think that I, I think that uh, there is a ship. Um, hosted by Talon, that can ping the ships that have been that that have activated their keys on azimuth. Now I may be talking out of my ass here, but I believe that this is the case. That they that they y- you certainly could do this technologically, which is to say, just ping everyone uh, throughout the day, maybe even more than once.
0: I've seen that lovely graph. It's from uh, Talon. Yes, yeah.
1: Uh, I'm not sure which graph you're talking about. Might be ty- uh, it might be Tyrell. Um, yes, yes.
2: Oh, yeah. Tyrell. Well,
1: I th- I'm not entirely sure, but I think that... Uh, is that graph that they do, is that the one where they've just... We are just talking about the ones that have set their keys, right? What you want is to know how many are currently responding to a ping, which would give you a pretty good idea of how many people are actively using the network. And so yeah, it's pretty much what you have to do, which is just ping everyone. Um, and if they will allow you to ping to to like return the ping then then um you get a a very accurate idea of how many people are currently using or how many ids are currently on the network and as far as i know um everyone is set up i don't think it's not trivial to turn off that that response so like if i hire you i get a response uh and it's it's not trivial to turn that off probably some you know 25 uh character string that looks really weird um but it would it would work theoretically okay there you go
0: i remember i remember a discussion about not forcing urban ideas to ping unless they opt in uh, which is of course a very urbit thing to do uh yeah that is to make uh like collection of activity tracking data opt-in only.
1: Yeah. That's very Herbity.: very Swiss.
0: <laughs> very herbity and very Swiss, yes. <laughs> all
1: right. So now that we've gotten now that we've gotten all the way to an hour and I've never really done the introduction, how did you get into Urbit in the first place?
0: A very simple answer, actually. Um is pure word word of mouth. Um I probably can't name him.
1: It was it was a, a Swiss politician. We'll just we'll just leave it at that. Leave it at that. At a at a at a very How high. Did level. You narrow? Uh, How did you know? How he, did you know? I hear things, you know. I stick my nose in, in every Urbit corner. What's
2: the uh, and and we asked we asked Malice this too. The um the quality of simping and simps on Urbit better or worse than elsewhere on the internet?
0: Um it's not so bad, you know. Um be, being a woman on Urbit isn't so much of a big deal as it is, it seems to be in many other places online. Um, the fawning is a bit more, um, how to say, cerebral. Lo- yeah, cerebral and low key. It's not. It's not so. Um, well, you don't. Ha- you don't have
2: a cash app <laughs> on your um, profile. That's why.
0: No. Oh right, you know, I should just get one of those, huh? I mean, no, I, 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 know, you I know. You never know. You never know. I could be a um, hundred very quickly. Uh,
1: I, I have made the have made the mistake of being. A <laughs> I man think we've gotten no. And,
2: we've had people. We've had people send
1: money to this podcast, and we're very no. We, ha- we for definitely that. have not. We have never had anybody send any money to this podcast. <laughs> I just want to make that very clear. <laughs> no, we, we have we have had a couple of we have we have had a couple of um, people uh, donations to the foundation donations yeah, to right, so if the IRS is listening, cardano uh, I'll get around to it
0: um i do know I do know many women who don't want to be known as women online, and that's kind of sad, I think i mean my my approach is simply not to emphasize it um I don't really you know not it, Everything I do is not, I do this because I'm a woman. I think this way because I'm a woman. I can get away with all this stuff because I'm a woman. Um, But I also don't really want unsolicited dick pics either.
1: Uh, We, on the other hand, will take them. We'll take your unsolicited. Um, uh, No, actually, we only want the solicited kind. Consider that from Josh and open solicitation. (laughs) I will be reselling them though uh i'm i'm basically doing you know anything i can to, to make it an business, nft so. it's an nft it's an nft at that point it is. you own you own it um
2: it's not just a is bunch it, of pixels is it
0: a private placement
2: i mean you get enough of that you could securitize um like these guys doing the the constitution did you see that a dow created yeah. a dow to try to bid for the constant the last Remaining copy of the Constitution, United States Constitution, um, in private hands, um, and they're going to bid for it. It seems like a, a goofy. Did they?
1: Didn't meme. that? Are, has that not already happened?
2: I I think I don't know. Maybe I I I, I took it, it about as seriously as you know.
0: Is it National Treasure expect, with yeah. Nicolas Cage Part Three?
1: It is kind of like that. Yeah, that meme has certainly circulated. Yeah, no, uh, it's 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 an early printing. Uh, I want to say. Oh, I, I shouldn't say because I, I don't really know, but I do know that it's one of the, it's one of the original, original prints. And it's, as as Andy says, it's held, uh, privately and sold by, who is this? Sotheby's? They lost the auction. Okay. Here's, yeah.
2: here's NPR, which is, is where we go to for news. Oh God. Unprecedented crowdfunded attempt to buy an extremely rare copy of the U.S. Constitution. Right. So I, I don't know what that means. Uh blah 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 a group of a group of more than 17,000 people the constitution sold for $43,000 no no that's uh, got to be a million and 43 million <laughs> <laughs> my reading the winning bid more than doubled the top estimate and it's probably some saudi yeah who's just going to take it and like put it in some wipe his ass you know, with it uh, yeah i don't know no that's like what the government would do if they bought it but like the um no they'll just like put it in some like uh you know i hate to say it like swiss storage facility or somewhere in norway and it'll never be seen again
0: they could Uh, they could also Uh, just burn it and make an nft of the ashes
1: that was exactly what i was gonna say yes such a wonderful idea right this
2: yeah you could each you could sell an ash you could
1: yeah
0: Yeah, absolutely that would certainly be something well
1: i mean then then the then you don't have to worry about Silverfish or, or Fires. You can, you can just... It will live for, forever on the Ethereum blockchain, which will live as long as uh, Vitalik stays vital. You know, strong, vital, vital vitalic. This uh, is starting to sound... That was more sexy than I meant for it to sound.
0: It was really yeah, sexy. Yeah, that was
1: kind of weird. Um... <laughs>
0: i think you might you might be getting some additional donations
1: uh, after that one nfts well maybe from vitalik vitalik ayella
0: (laughs) we can take that i shouldn't say
1: i shouldn't say that (laughs) you should not you should
2: not say that take (laughs) take that out that's well look i mean i don't know i i'm a little bit close to having to go but um i think it's it's very exciting uh what you're doing and look forward to hearing quite a bit more, um, and yeah.
0: Okay, Oh, um, let me tell you one other story about Switzerland. Um, speaking of Swiss custody service, and this will take just a couple of minutes, um, you know of the Swiss Freeport?
1: Okay, yeah.
0: Um, it's, it's kind of a tax purgatory. Um, you are in Switzerland, but not for tax purposes. Um,
2: this is where those Saudis put their like Da Vinci art and stuff yes,
0: like that. Exactly. Um it's 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 a bizarre I mean, I've been there before. Um every year we get um a request, even now, for someone um who has pallets of old Rocky dinars. And um it's kind of interesting. So we go over there, um the security seems a bit lax, but I think there's far more to it than, of course, than you can see. And they're they're, they're always the, the Iraqi dinars. You know, um, they're always the old uh, demonetized dinar, and it's it's a big scam. But I suppose if they keep doing it, someone's occasionally giving them money for this. Like you walk down these long hallways, and you have these doors opening on either side of this, these warehouses. Um, it's right next to the um airport. And you can see, you know, there's there are diamond transactions going on. There, are old masterpieces in another room that's climate controlled. There's um a room full of solid gold candlesticks and silver George the Third candlesticks sitting around in a corner. I mean, it's fascinating. Um, so that's just an interesting uh little part of Switzerland that not many people know about.
2: Um. But you can't. But you can't keep keep a JPEG there. So That's a good
0: point. It's
2: perhaps it's time. time well, we is could. You
0: know, we could put the Constitution there.
2: Yeah, it's probably headed there. Um, I I take from the fact that I was not easily able to learn who bought it from this that it probably is um, either in Switzerland or elsewhere. Going to be in that sort of a situation, which is fine. It Doesn't <laughs> bother me. I didn't know the thing existed before this copy whatever that means um and so it doesn't bother me if i never see it never touch it because you
0: didn't know what you're missing
1: i don't think it's worth yeah. 43 million dollars uh and a galaxy is only worth five and a half million dollars to be honest there's only 256 copies of those
0: right well we're working and on that right I, <laughs>
1: Well, making more copies
0: no working on increasing the value of the galaxies
1: i I want yeah, to see. Yeah, I mean those. Those should be one galaxy equals one constitution. That's for sure.
0: Did Did I forget to talk about anything?
2: I think I mean like thir- definitely third generation um, Merc forces. Maybe next time because we we could have gone there. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, well. Yeah. I'll I'll tell you about the triple canopy guys on my next visit.
1: Triple canopy guys. All right. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to hear more, find us on our parent publication, The Orbis Ledger. On Twitter, it's at the Orbis Ledger. That's at symbol T-H-E-O-R-B-I-S-L-E-D-G-E-R. Online, it's orbisledger.news. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for weekly news and events related to Urbit. Until next time, remember to do as the Swiss do. Keep your friends close and your secret hoard of Nazi gold closer.